Hello and welcome to Glens Falls Today Morning Brief. Our top story today, new organizations recommended for Warren County's ARPA funding. I'm Gary Scott and today is Wednesday, January 4th, 2023. Other stories in the morning brief today, the trails at Coles Woods reopen, students and faculty of Paul Smith's College traveling to Nepal, the Adirondack Thunder's victory on New Year's Eve, and the Funky Ice Fest returning to the Adirondack Brewery. But first, before we get into our stories, I want to let you know that if you're looking for a place to advertise your local business, Glens Falls Today could be the perfect solution. Our goal is to provide free and convenient access to important local news, but more importantly, we want to support and represent our community. And what better way to do that than by helping to spread the word about the great local businesses in the greater Glens Falls area. For example, I'd like to say a quick thank you to one of our community partners, Sky Zone Trampoline Park in Queensbury. It's a great place to have a birthday party for your kids, because when is the last time you met a child that didn't want to jump around on a trampoline? SkyZone will set you up with a great time for the young ones and less hassle for you parents, and they also offer general admission tickets and memberships with exclusive discounts and access to member-only events. And if you own a business in the area as well, you could advertise with us on our website or even right here with me on The Morning Brief. For more information, head over to our website at glensfallstoday.com, and thank you for making Glens Falls Today your source for free local news. The cross-country skiing and snowshoe trails of Coles Woods have reopened after high winds knocked out the lighting on the trails during the winter storm of Christmas weekend. News 10 reports the wooded area was closed to the public last Wednesday, December 28th. According to a statement from Glens Falls City spokesperson Tim Drawbridge, the Department of Public Works has made all the necessary repairs, the lights are back on, and all tree damage has been removed. Coles Woods are located at the north end of Glens Falls between Crandall Park and the Aviation Mall in Queensbury. And according to Drawbridge, this recreational area is home to North America's first lighted cross-country ski trails. Thirteen Paul Smith's College students, along with members of the faculty, are traveling to Nepal for 15 days to study community forests, trek in the Annapurna Conservation Area, and explore the Chitwan National Park. According to Sun Community News, the students range from second year to seniors, and alongside the faculty of the school, they will also visit Kathmandu and Pokhara. Nepal is internationally recognized for its community forestry program, where villagers manage forest resources for their communal benefit. The purpose of this trip will be to provide the students of Paul Smith's College with a unique opportunity to compare and contrast Nepali forestry and conservation practices with those they are familiar with here in the U.S., while also exposing the students to the culture and natural beauty of Nepal. Dan Kelting, interim president at Paul Smith's College, said, quote, This is what Paul Smith's College is all about. It's about the experience, providing real-world, hands-on learning to a broad cross-section of students. Students taking the journey to Nepal range from 20 to 35 years of age, showing that Paul Smith's is for everyone. The Paul Smith's community looks forward to hearing about the exciting experiences and the research the students conduct. Upon successful completion of the trip, the students will be able to interpret, compare, and contrast the practices, issues, challenges, and opportunities arising from the community forestry program in Nepal, to analyze forest practices in a historic context to trace the origins and evolutions of diverse cultural values, ethics, and perspectives, and to examine the Nepali approach to landscape management in terms of natural resource and community sustainability in different regions of Nepal. The Sun reports the trip is being funded in part through the Sterling Tompkins Endowed Forestry Fund and a successful fundraiser held in October at the Paul Smith's College Visitor Interpretive Center, which raised nearly $5,500. 
The money from the fundraiser will be split between helping Paul Smith students cover the cost of the trip and helping to fund the education of a cohort of female trekking guides in Nepal through Empowering Women in Nepal, a Nepali nonprofit organization that since 1999 has been dedicated to empowering girls and women all over Nepal through adventure sports and tourism. Now before we get into our next story, I want to remind you again that you could advertise your business with us at glensfallstoday.com or right here on The Morning Brief. As our business continues to grow and develop, we hope to help other local businesses do the same. We want to help you spread the word about the great services that you have to offer our community. For more information, visit our website at glensfallstoday.com. Much of the remaining COVID relief funding money for Warren County is expected to be given to a new round of local organizations, nonprofits, and first responders upon recommendations from the American Rescue Plan Act Committee in Warren County. The plan includes $2.2 billion for the 57 counties of New York State, with Warren County receiving $12.4 million. According to News 10, Shane Irwin is the Chief Operations Officer of the newly formed Queensbury Emergency Medical Service, which was created after a merger between the Bay Ridge and North Queensbury Rescue Squads. And both of these agencies have been recommended for more than $70,000 combined in COVID relief funds. Queensbury Emergency Medical Service, along with several other first responder agencies in Warren County, were recommended for the funding by the county's American Rescue Plan Act Committee. Irwin says the funding will help to keep up with rising prices, purchase more modern equipment, and help to pay for training and staffing. He said, quote, If we can't pay for staffing and equipment, these ambulances won't get off the floor. If we can't get the ambulance off the floor, not just our community, but the surrounding areas, they're going to suffer. He says it's all money that will be well spent. Warren County has already awarded much of their allocated relief funding, and this new round of recent recommendations will now head to the County Board of Supervisors, and if the past decisions are any indication, there is no sign that the board would not approve them. The Adirondack Thunder claimed victory over Trois-Rivières 5-2 on New Year's Eve. According to the Post Star, the event was witnessed by a standing-room-only crowd of just over 5,000, and this was the fourth win in five games for the Thunder. The Thunder went 24-46-7 during 2022, but this week they've begun to catch up to the teams they'll need to face in the ECHL's North Division in order to make the playoffs. Garrett Van Wy opened the scoring on Saturday with a wraparound goal, 3 minutes and 20 seconds into the first period. The Post-Star reports the Thunder have often fallen behind early in their games throughout this season, but they've now scored the first goal in back-to-back -back games. The Thunder poured it on in the second period, starting with Grant Josephek's goal off a pass from Travis Browman. Patrick Grasso scored less than two minutes later on a two-on-none break. After William LeBlanc got a goal back for the Lions, Travis Browman scored his first goal of the season for the Thunder, and these four second-period goals all happened in a span of less than ten minutes. Connor Chalk scored a late third-period goal for Trois Rivières, but Cullen Long picked up an empty net goal almost immediately as the Thunder got back their three-goal cushion. Finally, Jake Thute picked up the victory and goal for Adirondack with a 24-save effort. The Thunder has outscored the opposition 16-5 in its last three home games. And finally, the Funky Ice Fest is returning to the Adirondack Brewery for two weekends later this month, Friday and Saturday the 20th and 21st, and the following Friday and Saturday the 27th and 28th. According to News 10, the Funky Ice Fest is a free event that will bring the grooviest music to the Adirondacks. Sounds like my kind of place. The Funky Ice Fest will include handcrafted cocktails made with local spirits, Adirondack Brewery beer, ice sculptures, food specials, and more. 
And according to the brewery's website, the Funky Ice Fest is a family-friendly event, so bring the kids along and have a funky good time. And that is all I've got for the morning brief today. Again, I'm Gary Scott for Glens Falls Today, and as always, thank you for listening. Our goal for the morning brief is to provide you with convenient access to the most important news around the greater Glens Falls area, so if you love the show, you can support us by subscribing, leaving a five-star review, and recommending us to a friend. Thanks again for tuning in. I'll be back tomorrow morning with more local news you need to know. I'm Gary Scott, and this is Glens Falls Today Morning Brief.